1: what's up everybody welcome it is sunday afternoon if you are uh, watching us live on youtube the niners game has three minutes left in it and barring a comeback from 34 to 7 they're going to fall to 0 and 1 in the preseason i'm guy who cares i'm guy that's john johnny mountains live from tahoe and uh looks like a twin bed there and uh good tan going <laughs> fresh off a of sea Do. And uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome. A lot to talk about after the first of preseason game.
2: Yeah, well, once we had McDaniels throwing red challenge flags with eight minutes left of a blowout preseason game, I, I knew it was time to fire this bad boy up.
1: Should mention here, where I am in the Bay Area, I had the option to watch both the Niner's broadcast and the Raiders' broadcast. John only got his hometown Raider broadcast in Tahoe. So uh, we both saw both ends of the um, television analysis today.
2: I'll say this for the Raiders millen you know probably passes prime gannon's not bad like gannon is just insightful knows quarterback play just talked a lot about all the court you know i mean i there there was two quarterbacks playing in the first half one sure looked a lot better than the other guy and i, I i'm not watching much purdue football but geez, i talk about one guy out playing the other dude
1: i remember when uh Aiden o'connell Remember Jack Plummer, who was Cal's quarterback last year, was pretty good like two years ago, early, and then Aiden O'Connell took his job and um, obviously had a uh, a good career at Purdue. Before we go any further, let's tell you that much like John's trip to Tahoe, we are sponsored by Tito's. Tito's Handmade Vodka. No matter how you want to pour it, I'm sure John had it on the course. I had it post-round out at uh, Moraga. Thanks to my buddy Ryan who took me out there. On uh, Friday, John, a little Tito's and soda on the guy who hit the hole-in-one, so I didn't have to pay, so that was a a beautiful thing. But uh, Tito's, you got it with the ginger beer. You got it with the John Daly. You got it with the lemon and water. You got so many other options. I had way too many
2: Tito's the last two days mixed with a lot of other stuff, Uh, but I'm feeling good. You know, so I, I can't recommend them enough. Everywhere I go, Tito's, it's not just when you order Tito's, you see other people ordering Tito's. It's like you're all part of the same crew. And uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just hard to beat it. Can't recommend them enough. And glad to have them as a sponsor again. We love these guys.
1: Yeah, Team Ham, that's the uh, that's the team you're on. Uh, send us pictures. Keep tagging us in photos of you enjoying your Tito's. All right, John, preseason game number one. Uh, before we get to it, big news from the weekend. The Ravens won their 24th preseason game in a row. So congratulations to the Ravens. That is an NFL record. That's Harbaugh just refuses to lose. <laughs> oh, okay. Niners are a four-point
2: favorite in this game. Didn't come. Uh,
1: at one point, I heard Papa say, like, uh, you know, the Raiders fans that are here are celebrating, even though it's just a preseason game. Like, all right. I mean, they, they get their ass kicked. They're allowed to celebrate. You know, don't uh, they're kicking ass today. A lot of buzz in uh, the
2: broadcasting circle text chains that you're a part of of uh, Greg Papa being banned from practice not quite, just wasn't allowed to cross field and just had to do with the other media. He doesn't quite get the same access. Greg, you know, I, I saw this KBR posted something of Lund getting his back, calling it basically Bush League bullshit. And I, when I first saw, like, the initial 20 seconds, I'm like, they did not let Greg at on the facility? They're still that petty? And Lund was like, 20 years? This guy was a loyal employee. And it just, no, he just wasn't allowed to cross the field, just like Matt Melker or whatever. So I, I don't feel as bad. I was hoping... When I first saw it, that he was banned, but that's clearly not what actually happened.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's what happened at all. You you were the one that told me about it, and uh, my first reaction before I saw any of the news was, I bet he just didn't get the access that he gets at Niners practice, where he gets basically the John Lynch, Adam Peters access.
2: So I would say his his Raider access in its prime was better than the Niner access he currently gets. It was unprecedented access. It was he's like an owner.
1: He was almost the GM. You told us that. <laughs> Al almost made him the GM of the Raiders.
2: Yeah, but do you remember about how he just worked on the field? Like, he'd be in, like, the huddle.
1: Yeah, it, it was pretty incredible.
2: I, I don't care what you do. When you go from in any, you know, industry that you're working in, the equivalent of being into the huddle and then removed, it's hard, right? I, ideally, you just, as your career goes, you get closer and closer to the huddle. You don't like getting to the huddle and then getting removed from the huddle, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. That's why want to be players have a tough adjustment. Like if if you didn't, if you played pro sports and aren't rich enough to fly private the rest of your life, tough adjustment. Yeah. That, that's tough adjustment. That's you going to broadcasting, work for the team, fly on the team plane. Yeah. All right, John, let's get, let's get into it. Uh, Trey Lance got the start today. So far, I'm two for two on quarterback predictions. this preseason. Two weeks ago, predicted Brock wouldn't play in this game. That's not a big prediction. Beginning of the week, I predicted Trey would get the start today for a variety of reasons. One just being he's been the guy there. It's easy. You don't make any waves if you're Kyle. No one even gets to talk about it as a story. You try to put that, uh, put that QB on a pedestal maybe a little bit too. His first game since he got hurt last year against the Seahawks. And um, it started very – it was actually kind of like what we've seen in practice where he starts slow, picks it up a little bit. It started very slowly. And um, he made some good throws before the end of the thing through a touchdown that was uh, incredible uh, for the wrong reasons, but it was a touchdown. In the end, middle Cough, the GFF scoring, that is uh, my PFF grading. It's a 0 to 2 scale, 0, negative, uh, negative 0. 0.5, positive 0. 0.5, negative 1, positive 1, so forth. The fi- here is, I'm showing my scoring here, John. Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, you can go to the YouTube channel to see this. But a negative 0. .5, so almost a zero grade. 11 good good throws, those were zero graded throws or better. Four bad throws, including a negative one for the touchdown. 73% of his throws were good throws. 15 total throws graded here by uh, Guy Football Focus. So, um, you know, there's the work. I can show it to you. But I think everybody watching, it was pretty clear that it was uh, not Trey Lance's best day.
2: It was terrible. I mean, I, I thought he was horrendous. He looked slow. He looked overwhelmed. And when there was time, indecisive. That, that was one thing, being forced to watch this Gannon broadcast. You know, Gannon is a pro, right? Yeah. He's, he's not Millen saying we. Gannon really is acting more like he's doing a CBS. And he's just like, you can't miss that throw. Like, And there were a couple times when Gannon was like, you got to get rid of the ball. You know, you got to – he kind of – it was like he was having a slow trigger finger, but then he wouldn't even pull it. It was like, you know, he kind of saw it, and then he hesitated in his mind, and it was like, you don't have to be Rich Gann and Al Davis or Bill Walsh sitting on your couch to go, God, that was – you could separate the plays where it looked like you and I were playing guard and getting overwhelmed, like, okay, you're going to get sacked. And then there were just plays that, like, what the fuck just happened there with Trey – and I think – I was watching it here with multiple people and – All Raider goes, fans. Yeah. He goes, God, he looks slow running. He looks slow heavy-footed. He, he did not.
1: He does not, not look I thought, quick. I thought heavy-footed too. I didn't think he looked good moving. But, again, that's secondary it, to throwing it, the ball.
2: Yeah. I To me, it gets back to his hesitation. It's like the confidence early on, like the, that first series – when it, like, didn't really happen, and then it kind of, like, does it spiral in his head, and then he gets, like, second-guessing himself, and it just looked a little off. And then that the one drive where Kyle busted out the basic Shanahan plays, the little dump-offs, got a little momentum, but to me, the two most glaring plays, beside even the shitty ones where he's pulling the trigger, he hit multiple players in stride on the other team.
1: Yeah, well, he had the he had the negative throw to start that end of the first half when they drove the ball sixty yards in twenty eight seconds. But he he almost got picked off by the linebacker to start. Um, I do allow. There's a few things, right? The offensive line that they rolled out there was bad. Jason Poe started a left guard. Like this is nowhere it's the, near their yeah, starting it's the preseason guy. Line.
2: That's that argument. That's no. I'm just
1: t- I'm, it's, but it happened. Like that was real. He was getting swarmed, right? And then uh, it is his first game back since he broke his ankle against the Seahawks like I allow for a little bit of uh, a little bit of rust some of the throws he didn't make though were similar to the throws that he hasn't made in training camp and um, it was interesting Papa says the first throw Darnold made he goes that's the same play the Niners ran the first play for Lance he just got the ball out quick like there were a couple throws Trey looks left he's under pressure uh, Charlie Warner's open doesn't throw it eventually has to get out of the pocket. So. He did get swarmed a couple times, but, man, he was holding on to the ball a lot. And, um, you know, you could argue battle line and first game back, but I don't think you could argue that it was good, right? Like, we could debate how much of it was his fault and how much wasn't, but I don't think there's really any debate about whether it was good or not. It it wasn't a positive day. Yeah, to me – It was a positive day in the sense that he was – he's going to get to do – like, next week, he's going to get to get some more snaps, and we'll see if it's better, but –
2: Yeah, to me, his discussion is like a macro – like I, I just don't. I feel even stronger where I was leading up to this. Sam Darnold did not play the second half. He played a quarter. Like I don't see how you come away with that and thinking like that guy has any shot to be the second quarterback.
1: All right, so that takes us to your point. Like if he was playing behind a battle line, so was Sam Darnold, right? Worst. Sam Darnold's day. Sam Darnold. Here's Sam Darnold's day uh, by uh, GFF scoring the Niners. Hit a go ball, John. I never thought I'd see it again, but the Niners did hit one. He threw it. It was a beautiful pass to Ronnie Bell down the sideline. It was all good throws for Sam Darnold, seven good throws. I gave him a minus 0.5 throw for the last throw of his performance. There was nobody in the area. It was third and seven. Might have been a miscommunication. Might have been a throwaway. I don't. I'm not positive it was a bad throw, but I scored it as one. But he made a lot of plus throws. He made four plus throws today. In all, a plus-two final grade for Darnold. 88% of his throws, seven out of the eight, were good throws. And it just looked crisp, right? It looked right away like he was in sync.
2: Well, you just look at, I guess, at the end, right, what the Cal quarterback came in. But you just let's just take the three quarterbacks, right? Trey, O'Connell, and Sam. Two of them look like NFL quarterbacks. The other guy looked like a guy kind of really battling. Like, if you just zero emotion to it, didn't know the guys, you'd go – Hey, no, Connell, he just looked good. Like he that, That's what it's supposed to look like. Backup fourth-rounder. If I'm the Raiders, I'm very, very happy. Like, that couldn't have gone any better, right? They had Max Crosby on. He's like, we fucking – this kid's been balling in practice. Someone tweeted at me, I guess uh, Jim Miller in the NFL radio was there like last week, and I guess he said – he's like, these guys have been raving about this kid. And when I was there in practice, he was crushing it. Like, my takeaway really is like, Jimmy better stay be pretty dialed here. I mean, that's – yes their guy and then sam it's just there's a crispness to the way they play it doesn't mean every play is perfect and with trey maybe because we look at him from like the dual threat it's like well i don't really get the running element the wobbles came back and then the pick that is just the most embarrassing pick that can happen the baby zone trying to do too much like that's when you have a quote-unquote playmaker i'm not saying Trey's really that that you gotta you gotta get some of that right josh allen Mahomes. They try to make that play. Kyle hates it, but I like. I can live with in theory. Like, do the one where the the middle linebacker is literally just sitting there. Like that's mid season when you're making fun of like the 30th best quarterback in the NFL. Like it's like this is a joke.
1: He's right? throwing that, that pick in practice. The linebacker just sitting there. Pick joke
2: play. Like it, that, that's the type of play where it's like I could never trust you being the second quarterback because you're one play away from having to go in against the Steelers in the second quarter. Like, I, I can't – I don't know how anyone who's just, like, independent, right, you, you don't really have a horse in this race, leaves that game going like, yeah, I, I could see Kyle trusting this guy in a game against the Steelers or the Seahawks right early on in the season. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, and put another way, John, if you only watched the first preseason game of the season, You'd say Sam Darnold's the better quarterback based on his eight throws versus Trey's 15, right? You just say Sam is more likely to be the backup quarterback after you watch that. To me, there was one thing for each quarterback that's a big question. Can Brock protect the ball? Can Trey be consistent? And can Darnold get the ball out of his hands quickly? He really struggles with it. I don't know if you saw the PFF stat I I found the other day. Darnold last year held the ball for more than two and a half seconds on 71% of his dropbacks which was the highest percentage in the NFL. He holds the ball more than anybody. And his completion percentage drops by 20% when you get past two and a half seconds. Well, today he got the ball out pretty quick and Trey was not consistent, right? Like when you go back and look at Trey's day, there, there are flash plays, the scramble play where he kind of moves around and gets it to Snead. That's an athletic play, right? That's a smart play. He avoids a sack and gets it out to the right sideline to Charlie Warner. That was a nice throw. A couple throws over the middle, he made that kind of like middle hole shot throw to Conley, which is a classic 49ers throw. If you go to Niners practice, all three guys are making that throw all day long, right? It kind of opens up, and you just fire that sucker to the hash as the yeah. receiver comes across. That's a good throw, like that, and he put it right on the money with velocity. But the consistency is what has been the – that is the number one battle for him, and today was, to put it kindly, if you if you're going to put it kindly, you'd say he did not accomplish the goal of being consistent today. Right. If you well, were going to just not even just put it in like the plainest, non-inflammatory language, you say if the goal was consistency, he did not accomplish consistency today.
2: I think he's definitely more comfortable when he can move left or right and he doesn't necessarily have to like think. Right. And the play is just there and he just kind of gets to use his talents, his arm. Right. De- what,
1: I mean, that's Darnold to get the ball out. But like it's yeah, the Kyle thing. You get the ball out.
2: But. There are just plays. It's unavoidable, even in this offense, which depending on the game, you're winning or losing. you got to win from within the pocket. And I would say within the pocket, he doesn't look comfortable at all. Like, he's hesitant looking. And like you said, there's rust, but that's just not his area of of where he's going to shine. And, again, I I just look at a guy – we're talking about a third-string quarterback. And I understand that over the next month, he's going to be – I'll guess he'll be one of the biggest topics tomorrow in the NFL, right, if you just turn on first take or coward or whoever. Especially People because that,
1: that game just happened. Was that game on, I assume that game was on NFL Network today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on NFL Network.
2: And you know, his plays are going viral. I see PFF guys like, God, this is a god-awful throw. Like, it, McAfee's tweeting about Sam Darnold's dime down the side. It's going to be a heavy topic tomorrow. Anyone that talks about football just nationally is going to discuss this guy. And he's going to continue to get discussed. M- one takeaway I also had, I would give him every fucking rep the next two games. What, what, what do I need to see from Sam Darnold? Like he's got 55 starts. Like Kyle already had his mind made up. I think before training camp started, I, I would give every rep to Trey Lance.
1: Every just single rep. Because he needs he needs him.
2: Yeah, It just what's the what's the point, you know, of any of this? Because you're not going to make him. Do you agree? Like do you see? Yeah. Well, I, no. You, I mean, no. They, I, I'm saying you agree that you feel much more confident going. Like, yeah, Sam's going to be the number two after just watching that. And know the way Kyle operates.
1: Uh, I think Sam Donald is closer to being the number two quarterback than he was three hours ago. Yeah. Like much closer, right? Yeah. I mean my whole thing coming out of camp out of the training camp practices was I thought out of OTAs, Trey was kind of ahead of Sam. And then as I've said multiple times, I think it's been pretty, pretty even, but I think like in their mind, Sam's been a le- been ahead of Trey in training camp. So now we finally got a game, which is what we've been talking about. We need to see Trey Lance play games and in the game, it was a you would just have to fundamentally grade it better for for Sam today. I tested better, grade it better. God, he
2: hit two raiders in the chest with footballs, right? They were dropped, but he hit them in stride. It wasn't like that would have been a great play by if Charles Woodson was there, he could have made that pick. It was like hit guys in the fucking chest. I mean, really, really bad. Guys broke with ease. It wasn't even like they kind of had to dive, right? I mean, they just the linebacker catches it. Who knows? I don't know his angle, whether he's taking to the house. I mean that the pick in the end zone just would have been really sweet for that guy. He he wouldn't have gone far, but that just those plays, those plays. And this is where I've always argued about the numbers on a daily basis, because number like when you watch a game, right? Like week one happens and Kenny Pickett is 20 or 30, a touchdown and two picks and birdies, whatever. Like those numbers are real. All these numbers, like, they're not like every number is not real, right? And those two plays, I, I just know the way these coaches think, and we, we all know the way now. Kyle operates. I think outweigh any good stuff like by a wide margin.
1: Well, I would say I would add to it the throw that he missed to Dwelly in the flat was you got to he just got to make that throw
2: right where Always he airmailed him.
1: Yeah, where he, and that's been that's happened a lot in camp where the ball has not it hasn't been catchable. Probably that that was not, it wasn't a bad pass behind him it was not a catchable ball
2: and don't you think part of this offense they they run a lot of like uh plays like that that they know are six yard game but in their mind it's like that's the run 100%. play almost like it's just a scheme like if that's first down it's then second and
1: three right <clears throat> it's you just call the play then you move on now i mean jimmy like people miss those throws but again this goes back to this has been part of what has happened in in training camp with him is he's missed that specific throw
2: Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer
0: that promo code. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app.
2: I was just thinking when you were talking earlier, it is pretty nuts, and I I understand why it has to be talked about because it is the story. We're talking about a Super Bowl contending team, and the conversation surrounding the team ninety eight percent of it is about the backup quarterback. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Now it, it I makes know. sense when you really talk it out, and you know. But that's think about
1: that. I also think there's what did you say ninety percent? Is that what you said? I'd say like 98, 98 percent. The other two percent is a pretty big whatever the percent like Brock Purdy is the other topic. And that's a pretty big topic, too, because even though he's the starting quarterback, we're all kind of waiting to see, like, what is he really over a full season? Because the thought crossed my mind today was that Sam Darnold, not the Sam Darnold that played 55 games, but that Sam Darnold, Kyle Shanahan might consider putting that guy in a game if Brock Purdy's not playing well. Right. Like he would play that guy. If that's who Kyle thinks he is. Well, we were talking about when we watched the game. <clears throat> if Trey last year hadn't gotten
2: injured, but they started, he wasn't getting 17 games, but the ship was not going to go down with Trey Lance, right? He would have gone to the bullpen if, if they were two and four, or I don't even know, like, there's no guarantee. He wouldn't have gone. Like, Well, John, if you remember,
1: up. if you remember the way we were talking, like it did We the Now maybe the way we're talking isn't necessarily the barometer, But at the time, it felt like, you know, boy, coming off that Bears game, like how long is the leash was a big conversation we were having last year. Remember? Like how long is the leash? Like that was a real conversation. Now, maybe it wasn't in Kyle's head, but I think it was a conversation in Kyle's head.
2: Well, here's the the other thing. And I understand a, a huge part of football in general is practice. But what makes training camp so much different than the regular season is the media that gets no access to practice and practice in the regular season is about like specific opponents, right? You're like, you're making up plays, you're game planning, you're like doing things specifically on that week. But no one really talks about the week of until like after the game, when they guys come out and say, well, on Thursday, we implemented this play where Trent comes in motion, like, but during the week where in training camp, especially like the first three weeks is all just practicing your own shit. Kind of, right. You just, if you're, if you're a quarterback, you're just implementing the offense, you're running those plays and trying to perfect them. But, like, after a while, you're doing it against the same players every day and you know your team's scheme. So it kind of can get redundant and it's hard to take away tangible things. It's why I think coaches would say these joint practices are so big because you get new players and you just get a new random scheme potentially that you, like, clearly not game-planning for, but it's a good lick look. And then the game is even a different. Because even in practice, right, if I'm doing an 11-on-11 11 11 drill, Trey, Sam, whoever is doing that drill – they have the practice script. They're like, hey, we know we're on the second, we're gonna run this play, this play. They might not know what they're gonna do on defense, but it's it's scripted. There's not really scripts in the game, right? Maybe your first couple of plays, but then yeah, your first the 20 fan. plays
1: are on a script, but you may not call them in that order.
2: Yeah, a, f- a flag happens. you're not gonna call that run play on first and 20. it just
1: Kyle it makes a 50 50 run pass just so people so the you know, so everyone's engaged.
2: But like you agree, like you've been you've gone to countless of these practices over the last couple of weeks. And it, there's a lot to take away because you can judge like how this guy's improved. But the game is like in a different universe. And we even say the preseason games are nothing even like the regular season games. But they do give you a look like, yeah, your right tackle might just get smoked. Like that. that's football, right? Or your guy might trip and you have to look to the other player. Like that's that's why I think coaches and people in football always say, this is why you practice, practice, practice. Because you don't actually know what's coming, but it puts you in the be- best position to then execute when shit isn't in the fan. But some guys like, and this is what you see with Trey. He's not a great ad-libber, and maybe part of that is he's not as fast as I thought. We, we, that's well-established. You're, just not you're that saying
1: – when you what plays are you talking about when you say that? Like when getting he, out of the pocket from pressure?
2: I'm just saying like
1: – Once the reads with, are over, what does he do next?
2: Yeah. Kind of gets just,
1: stuck sometimes.
2: I just feel like he's just not that good. Like that's, that's my takeaway. He's just not that good. Like I watch that guy and I go – think about just we'll remove Brandon Allen. You just go, Darnold, who's started forever, right, and just has a ton of reps and just looked comfortable coming in in the second half of a game, which is kind of crazy when you think about this guy was probably turning down backup, lock backup jobs to kind of come in here and compete. I give him a lot of respect for that because Kyle's, I think, making him some wink-wink promises and just looks completely confident. The dude, Purdue kid played a bunch of the last couple of years against half his games, right? He's not – they're not as good as Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, so he's a lot like Purdy, has to like – he just looked like confident and calm yep. and normal. Like they look like real NFL quarterback. I'm not saying like Aiden O'Connell is going to go on to be a top 10 player, but he looks like that's what it's supposed to look like in his situation fourth round. feel very good. Sam felt very comfortable. Trey, I would say it's away. not
1: what he's spo- – I thought he looked better than what it's suppo- – I mean – Sam, Sam well, saying, yeah, just, I'm more ball- – No, no, O'Connell. I'm saying if you just watch rookie oh. quarterbacks this weekend, it didn't – it doesn't look that good.
2: He looked good. He looked good. He looked like – is he good enough? Is he a backup quarterback? Week one, like I, I wonder if they already He's have their those other quarterback, Hoyer. Yeah. So, but my, my point is, like Trey's not as good in the game as those guys, and, and we all know that the game, especially in guys like his situation, has a weighted importance. Here's the other thing: I got texts from buddies on different teams that have no doubt don't give a fuck, right? If you work for the the Giants or the Eagles or whatever, you're just flipping on at your house or maybe at the office. trades in the back. He's not going to be on your team. You don't care. And just like, Jesus, that didn't look good. That's the other thing. The league is watching. Well,
1: so I, there goes the, I think, your trade possibilities. Are, well, would
2: right now, they practiced for a couple of days, and they obviously just played the game. Is there uh, clearly money and contract factor? If that was just in a vacuum, money, they all made the same money. Would the Raiders trade the Purdue kid for Trey Lance right now?
1: No, but Kyle would. Yeah.
2: Well, like, how fast would the Raiders? If you just said straight up Trey Lance for O'Connell, that, How do they say no within a second? Like, th- this is this is real. Like, this is how these people talk. Like, th- there is no doubt that Josh and Ziegler tomorrow bullshitting at some point in time. Like, I, I take O'Connell in a heartbeat over that kid, right?
1: These are the – what, what are they talking the games, about? The games. Well, what do we talk about all the time? The games, the games, the games, the games, the games, right? Forget about practice. The games, the games, the games, the games, the games. And preseason games matter for the backups. That's how Purdy got put on the map last year. Well, right? I saw – who? oh, I saw um, – I guess Jeff Schwartz said something the other day, and then I saw Kurt Warner today made a comment. Like, people think, like, the preseason doesn't matter. I've never been more nervous in my life than my first preseason game. It mattered to me. Like, it was my job on the line, right? So we laugh about it, but fuck, Deshaun Jameson was out there acting like his his career was on the line that day, right? How did Jordan Mason make the team last year? Make plays in preseason? Uh, <laughs> yeah, not good. I mean, if we did the horse race, Sam Darnold's ahead, and he might have already been. But
2: I, now, granted, it's hard preseason game. Do you think it's telling at all that he got yanked when he's told he was getting the whole half, the two halves, and he just gets yanked?
1: Who got – wait, what?
2: Well, I just had assumed maybe I had read it wrong that, like, Trey got the first half, this guy got the second half, and the guy got pulled.
1: No, Papa said at the beginning of the game, like, Darnold, we may see some Brandon Allen at the end. okay. You're saying it was one of those cows, like, I've seen all I need to see.
2: Get him off the field. Well, I had assumed coming into the game, half-half.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was. Now, next week it'll be interesting, like, does Purdy play next week? And what do you do? Or does Darnold get next week and then Purdy finally plays in the third preseason game? Do you, how do teams? I mean, Andy's playing Mahomes today. So yeah, I, I know Andy's <laughs> a bad. We always go to Andy. Uh, a couple Car- comments played, here.
2: Car played today. I mean, some teams. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I'm cool with not playing any of these dudes all the preseason.
1: Like I, I'm good with that. Well, if if you're gonna play that offensive line, then Brock Purdy shouldn't play. No,
2: I, I I'd argue like if Trent is not playing, then my starting quarterback's not playing. Yeah, that's be my gauge.
1: Ira said I think the O-line contributed to his indecision. I agree. There's no doubt. I'm sure it did. But even with that aside, it was in it was just in like the coach puts you out there and says perform or don't perform. That's kind of how these go, right? Most of these guys, we've all watched Hard Knocks, you for people without third-round quarterback uh third overall quarterback draft in their history, you get a play or two to make your impact, right? And he got 15 throws today and they were inconsistent. It's just- But like think
2: about it. You you're all O-line you get lit up on a play. O'Connell did a couple times, and the next play, he just looked normal. There, yeah. There's like a – to me, when I watch him, there's like a tension in his body. He just looks tense. You he think he loosened
1: look, up a little? I, I think
2: loosened a, up a oh, little. Just like the basic little dump-off plays. Like, I, I don't give him any credit on those. Just like I wouldn't get pretty. Oh, like, I, I, those basic. are zero throws. That's a fucking layup. He, he hit a nice play, but I just don't think he's that good. I, I just don't think he's that good. What I watch today, I don't see a really good player. Like, I don't see a guy that I would trust in a game when my team's good. If I was the fucking Colts or whoever, like, whatever. We'll just take a year, get a trial period. There's This guy's a trial period quarterback, and this team ain't trial period operation. No, so,
1: never have been. Uh, and, it's, and it's going the wrong direction, it felt like, after today. Yeah. Uh, a couple of comments here. This is from Michael. Five bucks, is it safe to say Lance is a bust? Why are May- Bay Area media members so afraid to say it? He just flat out didn't work for us. Can we get any draft picks? I don't. I don't have much interest in like, why won't anybody ask the question? I saw somebody from NFL.com was like, why are they asking Shanahan if Purdy's the starter or who's starting this preseason game? Like, you know, I have no interest in that. But they drafted a quarterback thirty; he's not their starting quarterback. That's absolutely which. That's a bust situation. Can he work his way back? You know, that's TBD. But they drafted a the guy third what overall. He never. The only yeah. Reason can, he he was- their, can he be there? Can he be their backup? Can he be in a position where if their starter gets hurt, he has a chance to earn the job back? Like Brock Purdy is without question the starter. He is not without question their franchise quarterback. So can you hang around long enough to get another opportunity? Is what I mean by can you work your way back? Right. But I, right now, I, I,
2: I think it's very, very fair to say if week one comes and it's official, Purdy, Darnold, Lance is on the team and the third stringer, that pick is an absolute disaster. Now, the situation is is not a disaster because they somehow avoided their team still sweet with some luck sink the ship. Right. But that individual pick that it's, it's impossible. Any other way to say it is a disaster pick, right? It's pretty crazy. I I had this thought the other day when, uh, Zach Wilson that like, I wonder if there have ever been two top five quarterbacks, really two top three quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, obviously two and three, going into their third year still on that same team and backups and just not even starting yeah. after they already got the opportunity to start you know it's just, like
1: rosen didn't make it to year three at his plot darnold didn't make it to his year three did baker make but he, it year he, three? he did but he was still starting oh okay yeah did baker make it to year three yeah starting god and that was a disaster yeah so like the mean, Baker pick was a disaster he's st- i mean obviously team in a different spot but
2: it's just very it's crazy.
1: Uh Gray Fox gave us ten bucks to say, o line was trash, but Lance looks slow. No zip on his speed or in his passes. He's supposed to have a cannon. What's up with that? I thought Darnold's arm looks the strongest, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't he look like a better athlete too when moving around
2: a little quicker? Um
1: Yeah, I mean, he didn't
2: do much of it, right? Because the ball comes out, but he ran around on one play. I thought he was moving pretty good. Yeah, I do think he moves well. Um, the the w- one thing and Gannon hit on this, he said, no one's ever disputed his physical characteristics. People, He's like, I've called his games for years, being around. People like the guy. People root for Sam Darnold. They're around him, teammates of him. Uh, he's like, he's had historic turnovers. You know, 55 starts, 70-plus turnovers, ton of picks. He's like, they believe that they can corral that. Kyle believes in them. But, like, the talent's there, right? It's just the turnovers, they they just – I mean, what was Trey? A baby's own turnover, and it turned into the fucking touchdown. But, like, that's that's devastating, right? And that's his margin for error on that. Like, oh, Jimmy had him too. Yeah, but Jimmy was the starting quarterback and didn't have to worry about it. Like, starting quarterbacks have issues. Brock's going to have some issues. He's a starting quarterback, right? Trey has his margin for error. Well,
1: yeah, when you get training. 600 pass attempts, then it all gets to kind of shake itself out. Trey – does not get that luxury. He has not gotten that luxury to this point. Partly, definitely partly not his fault. Partly is his fault. Right. But he doesn't get 600 pass attempts to work the whole thing out. We got to show you can be consistent in 15 in chunks <clears throat> of 15.
2: And I in practice. Watch, I haven't watched that much preseason football the last couple of days. I mean, I've seen some clips here and there. I
1: haven't either. I, I
2: would imagine. You did watch football. George
1: Pickens score a sweet touchdown for the. Just a
2: lot game. of poor play. Yeah. Right. And I would just lump Trey Lance like. You you watch today, there is not a market for services of any value, right? We've all watched enough preseason football all over right. the years it to know like you trading. can't do that. And and trade,
1: you couldn't won. trade a fourth-round pick for what we saw today without your owner going, are you sure? A fourth. I don't know. Like, even, Rand Carthen couldn't bring him into Mike Vrabel's team, and Mike would go for anything more than a sixth or seventh-round pick.
2: Yeah, to me, that's like his value right now.
1: I think Kyle's going to – I think for Kyle, we can agree or disagree, but I think for Kyle, deciding what to do with this – I think it's – right now it's trending towards being a tough decision for him based on just what we saw today and what clearly he told us he thinks of Brandon Allen. We don't get where the players we like. He said that. Is Mike Silver's take alive? Well, I just financially, I don't know – I don't think you can cut him. So so my point – what I'm saying is, I think Kyle, it's going to hurt him to cut Brandon Allen, but he's going to have to do it.
2: See, this is the thing.
1: But it's going to hurt him. Like he's not going to like. it. when that. you got
2: when you got equity and Kyle, starts that's just how I feel up. today. He, 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 here's what I would say. <clears throat> I, 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 the one pass I saw before I walked down here was Allen hit Ronnie in the hands, pick right. Yeah, nice pass. Look yeah. good. <laughs> uh, uh, is that Kyle has proven this now, right? His equity with Jed York is very, very high, right? He's the, the playoff wins, the value of the franchise, the, the the relevance he's brought back to an owner now facing some insider trading uh, allegations.
1: Yeah, you sent me that one the other
2: day. Uh, but if he wants to keep Brandon Allen, and it means Trey Lance has to go, I'll promise you this: Trey Lance is gone. He ain't. I, I'm not saying it makes sense financially to do it. But they will just get rid of him for a conditional seventh, right? They they would they will pawn him off to keep their guy. And even if they have to eat some money, so ultimately it saves them money relative to cutting. Right. But if if you think that like I'm not saying you, but just people in general, there are gonna be articles and people talking about this over the next couple of weeks. If he wants Brandon Allen to be his third quarterback and doesn't feel very good about Trey Lance, Trey Lance will not be on this team. Yeah, if he wants is, it. it's a
1: good point. He he won't cut him, but he'll he'll trade him for a He'll do a seventh round swap. My, my
2: point is he has the equity now to do like, you know, that 20 year stretch would be like, yeah. Belichick did what? Like Kyle will do that. that. That's why it's not on. Obviously they would have a lot of egg on their face, but like the books, the dead cap, maybe mid season, there's a player they could trade for, but they didn't have it because that extra $5 million kicks into the cap. Right. If you cut them, it goes from like nine to 15 or 14, but it's, It's all on the table. Like he's not worried about like what article is going to be written about him or what someone's going to say about him on a fucking YouTube channel. He doesn't give a fuck.
1: No. Uh, Should we move on to the other uh, big topic of the day? (laughs) Shankopotamus. Kyle should be calling Robbie Gould today. Says gibbousome 86. Hey, big head. Um, 40 yard yank. 58 yard push. Jake Moody who the Niners really want us to know is a fourth-round pick, not a third-round pick. God, um, it doesn't matter. This is, what I was, this is what I was terrified of, John, for him. Not because I think two kicks in the first preseason game tell us everything we need to know about a kicker, but because kicker pressure just mounts extremely fast. And maybe I'm contributing to it by talking about it, right? Maybe we all are, but that's part of the gig. In the biggest pressure situations, the playoffs, his predecessor, Robbie Gold, never missed. So um, – the long way to go. Jake Moody's the guy. But when he missed in practice, he would yank left, which is what he did on the forty yarder. Missing from fifty eight a little more forgivable, pushed it to the right. Hopefully next week he'll split one down the middle. Even his extra point was moving a little left. I don't know if you if you caught that one
2: the the fifty eight year, you know the the duck hook that you said that he had in practice at times, that's an ugly watch. But when you push it and you miss it by it what feels like an extra goal post, it's pretty glaring. Th- that was a 58-yard kick. <clears throat> I mean, guy, he could have hit, like, you could have put two goal posts over to the side, and it would have gone through the middle of it. And the Raiders, who, you know, what's Carlson? I I don't know how you rank kickers, but he's clearly one of the better guys. Come in, no sweat, boom, right? You're like, that's is what it's supposed to look like, right? Just like, You just feel good about a kicker. And now Moody, he's already behind the eight ball. It's already a talking point. I don't know if Papa said this, but this is when you've been watching Raider broadcast. <clears throat> Millen's like he never even went in at halftime. Cause he missed oh. it, he just kept kicking at it half. It's like, uh, that was concerning.
1: Coleman on Maybe the stream "Stay out here and figure shit out." Coleman on the stream says it was indoors. Wind wasn't <laughs> even a factor. Yeah. Do you know the hard part about being good kickoffs, a though, John? Good kickoffs.
2: The hard part about being a kicker, unlike Trey's a good example, when you get drafted high and a kicker, a third round pick or fourth round pick, is the equivalent of being like a high pick for a position player. Everyone roots for you, right? They want it. They kind of make excuses for you. People already come on edge with special team guys. They're like, what's the fucking this Jake Moody guy? Right. Right? And then he starts missing kicks and people are already. It's easy to make the Robbie Gold joke, but he has another preseason game where he does this again, a hook and a miss. This gets back to the Belichick thing. They're margin for error. They're trying to win a Super Bowl,
1: Right. Without a French without an elite franchise, without a tier one quarterback
2: without a tier one quarterback where they have really relied on because they just played in a lot of close games. At least they did with Jimmy. Cause they weren't until Purdy came in winning a lot of games, 38 to 20. The kicker mattered a lot, right. In Shanahan's three successful seasons. And I'm not even talking game winners. I'm just saying throughout the game, throughout the big games. And
1: they played in a lot of games that came down to last play. It felt like
2: that, that feels like that. If Trey's the number one story where Kyle's like, God, this didn't go as well as I hoped, uh, moody would have to be right up there of like i
1: do not want to have to deal with this right because kyle told us already when he drafted wishnowski he wants to never scout special teams and not have to think about it because the kicker like, is something you don't want to think about like well, with a kicker you you, uh, you know this because you play a lot of golf but i love the stories a buddy of mine was playing what was it uh, oh, Shane Vereen, who you and I have played golf with. He was at he had like his club, his club tournament, where it was like two on two or three on three,
2: whatever. He's he like the member member, probably.
1: And at some club in Denver. Uh, And he's I was like, how did, they were like, he was in like the sweet 16. I was like, how'd it go? He's like, we got our ass kicked by two old guys. I'm like, what do they do? They just hit it down the, as you know, old man game. You just hit it down the middle. And that was Robbie. Like old man game will, tortoise or the hare, will eventually get you right to the finish line where you want to be. And it applies to kickers, too, right? Like, you'd rather have a kicker. Most coaches, I think, would rather have a kicker who from 40 yards in, they don't even have to worry about. They just know from 50, from 46, we got to go for it or we're punting. Or, but, hey, I got a good defense in a run game, so I don't care, right? That's ultimately, like, you just want no drama. You want a reliable vehicle out of your kicker. And we'll see.
2: You can make fun of the Raiders for a lot of things. <clears throat> Not today. They look good. But I'm saying it general. When they roll out Carlson, you just feel like it's going in.
1: Yeah, he's a good kicker.
2: Yeah, he's just, he just he's just one of the. Kicker. He's just a good kicker. If, if you he said
1: just, he was the Niners' quarterback, you'd go, okay, don't have to worry about it. Not yeah. Justin Tucker, but whatever. Not Legatron, whatever the nickname was. But um,
2: when when you have these kicker issues too, <clears throat> he kind of died down a little bit. I feel like people living and dying with the kicks. I do think this week, every time he kicks, it'll be you know, he, he'll get the quarterback treatment
1: you talking about in practice or in the game? I'm talking about in practice. Yeah. I kind of stopped paying attention.
2: He started drilling kicks. Like, who even care? Yeah, it's like, oh, he's fine. It's Great.
1: Yeah. You don't even want to talk. We don't want to be talking about it.
2: I also think just saying that out loud, the the stats, I do think for a lot of casual people that were like following it, it how would you not? Like, if you follow the Niners, everyone we talk to you, like, what's the quarterback situation? You know, you look online, you get the numbers. It, it, it does show you that it just doesn't really matter. And I've been saying this forever. Those numbers 100%. in practice for the quarterbacks. just
1: I'm with you. They just don't. I've seen it. I, it makes no sense. I appreciate the guys that do it, but uh,
2: good, for, good for their business, but it just doesn't actually result oh, in anything.
1: No, it doesn't matter at all. So much context. Gardner says, all right, we're going to talk about Cleveland for sack. Yeah. I mean, play today. Other things other things we saw today, John. Cleveland for all sack. Uh,
2: if he's good, and he has like eight, nine sacks this year, that would be the second Raiders busty D-line that they've turned into. a party. Harden
1: Key? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, I
2: thought Farrell stunk, and then when I'm watching with the Niners, I'm like, I kind of like this guy. Well, I
1: would watch him, like his bot. Like, he just kind of – fit. like, when you watch him, you know, he almost – a starter? Is he starting next to Bosa? Yeah, well, it's him or Drake Jackson starting at the other – defensive end spot.
2: is it Jackson
1: hurt? Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably Cleveland for all. Uh anything else? A Couple other things. Um oh, kickoff returns. Deshaun Jameson, two kickoff returns, one punt return, all really impressive. Penalties on each one, but I like that guy. Yeah, he looked good. Undrafted uh, rookie out of Texas. Played DB. Kind Ronnie Bell Mason
2: did Buck Mason and Ty Davis Price are clearly going to play a lot this season. Yeah, but they just who else are the running backs? We're not going to play McCaffrey. What's his name's always injured, so you can't play him. So Elijah. those guys basically just treated it like it's week two. They just got all the carries.
1: Too many carries, John, for those guys. We need. We, they need another running back.
2: Tight uh, tr- tr- He did truck a D- DB coming downhill.
1: Uh, Ronnie Bell made a couple nice plays. Also had the drop, but got, he's just got a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, Danny Gray's a guy that honestly. I don't know. I'd like to see play in this tight. I'd like to see Danny Gray play in one of these games, even if it's like he doesn't like needs to play and get snaps and like try to make some plays because Ronnie Bell's out there making plays. Um, Cameron Latu, the fumble, hasn't been practicing great. You know, that was a fourth round pick. So of your fourth round picks today, Aiden O'Connell outplayed Moody and Latu for the Niners. Jair Brown my theory was needs to play in a game cause he wants to hit people. And he does kind of have that. He had a hit early in the game on one of the, maybe one of the Raiders tight ends where he was already kind of down on the ground. And I've said, I, in the, in a complimentary way, Brown gives me some Dre Greenlaw vibes, just like kind of borderline. He doesn't hit people in practice like Dre Greenlaw does, but that's a good thing out of a safety. So I thought it was more the same kind of just Brown looks like he wants to scrap, wants to hit somebody. Um, and you just hope that, you know, you don't end up with two of those guys on the offensive line playing at the same time this year, I think.
2: You know, it's funny when you watch Raiders broadcast. I just realized I, they didn't show any – they showed the Raiders sideline the whole time. Like I, They did they or they didn't. Off, like Trent Williams and McCaffrey and all that. Oh, I never yeah. saw any of those guys.
1: They didn't really show them on <laughs> the Niners broadcast either. They showed Kittle at the end. They did show Jimmy. It did cross my mind. Alyssa's like, is Jimmy there today? I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, is he? <laughs> Maybe he's not. Hold on. He, he was He was there. He was an yeah, he was
2: there. They do a player interview during the game.
1: They interviewed Eric Armstead, Vern on the sideline. Interviewed Eric Armstead and Juice, Kyle Juicechek at the interview. Um, I think that was it.
2: How's uh, Tim Ryan's hair looking? T-Rock, <laughs>
1: look good. A lot of T-Rock drops. So, uh, all right. There's our reaction. First preseason game. There you go. Instant reaction. Um, practice. They didn't lose about
2: seven guys the last couple of days. God. Hamstrings, abductors.
1: Addu- some, I think it was an adductor.
2: Adductor for Kittle. I mean, Kittle's legitimately hurt, right? I mean, he's not – if this was a game, like, he's out.
1: Was it? Is it that bad?
2: Well, I thought he said a week.
1: Yeah. But, but are week like a ant- practice week or like a real game week? you know? I guess we'll mind. find out. Uh, they get Monday uh, – Max got an interview on uh, Raiders TV, John?
2: Yeah, Crosby got one. He's – it feels like Josh got to him. It was, it was a lot of cliches. For a guy with a big personality, yeah. whenever I watch him, I just think, God, I wish he was on the Niners with both of so That'd be fun. Because <laughs> he he had a comment, I think, this week during the joint practice, was like, I'm just tired of losing. Like, I, I, I work too hard. You know, he's been three years sober now. He's like, I, I do all this to try to win. And I was just thinking, like, you're probably in the wrong place, bro. Not, not even trying to be me, but it's just history shows us. He's history he just watching like, us want to make the playoffs. I'm like, his, oh, two times, 22 his, years.
1: If Garoppolo goes to the AFC championship game, will he finally get his respect? That's the real question. History tells us Jimmy plays in championship games, John. True. Uh, Niners you off. you think that they uh,
2: – I know it's been going viral because Aiden's mustache, like he looks like a, a guy playing Derek Carr in a movie. Did they give us his jersey away too fast? Or is that is that fair game? I mean, what they have, I thought
3: he wore four in college.
2: Uh, Derek or this kid?
1: Uh, Aiden O'Connell. I don't remember him in college at all. Purdue. A lot of Big Ten football. Or 16.
2: Do you think they gave it away too fast?
1: Feel it feels uh feels like a shot.
2: Yeah. To the guy they just drafted, he just gets his jersey. The guy guy had been your nine-year starting quarterback, spoke for your team as you moved, yet you had to stay in the place and play. Most bizarre thing we've ever seen.
1: Because you you set him, him up give to give away his the jersey thing? to a fourth rounder? You Did set you him see? up to have his jersey do the thing where like they put tape over the name and write the other guy's name in Sharpie. And that's just disrespectful, you know? But that's what he got set up for. Well, don't you think? There are definitely
2: – especially if this kid plays, you'll see a lot of that on the internet this year.
1: Don't you think? If like O'Connell's a starting quarterback for him. I think like J- Jimmy – you know, bet one game over reaction, Jimmy's job is in jeopardy.
2: <laughs> I just thought, you know, for a guy, blood, sweat, equity, shattered his ankle for you, <clears throat> led you to the playoffs for the first time in like 15 years, just give away his jersey really quick.
1: I'm with kind you. It felt too soon. You're not going to retire it, but – you can't give away – four to a quarterback who kind of looks like him when he jo- – his face doesn't – but when he jogs on the field, you're like, is that – it crossed my mind for a split second today.
2: Yeah, I, you could argue like 10, right, Ronnie Bell. Different position. Like I don't even think it's that weird. Like if 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 like the punter was wearing four or whatever. Like, yeah, you run out of numbers, training camp, not that weird. The quarterback just gets four, and like you said, it'd be one thing if he retired his number at Purdue, their greatest quarterback ever since Drew Brees wore four, I'd go, okay, I kind of understand out of not even his number
1: i think the niners have gave 10 to two guys i think zane gonzalez wears 10 too yeah
2: sometimes you just run out of numbers i i get it and i don't it doesn't bother me like ronnie bell and i'm not saying jimmy it's weird jimmy in theory should have more equity than car but what car had to deal with off the field is unlike anything you know most people have ever seen that have played football in the pros but yeah, just I thought, you know, so up you think the Darnold stable? couldn't
1: if you thought if, if they gave Darnold 10, that would have felt disrespectful or would have felt yeah, I would
2: say like especially if 10's like not his number. It's what
1: just, what we but doing? even Jimmy would like to me, Jimmy wouldn't care if you gave 10 away, right? Like I Derek, like-, like said, I want to be a raider for life, I'll retire before I play for somebody else.
2: And he'd been wearing that number since he was like
1: six. And like you said, right? he was a the organization was a disaster. He was a good representation. He led he was the face of the, 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 the whole thing.
2: I thought it was pretty ruthless. The kid's good. don't no will even care. Yeah.
1: All right. Niners uh, off Monday. They practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they play the Broncos on Saturday. Story of the week will be: Is Brock Purdy going to play in that game or not? If not, then you figure Darnold's going to start it, and um, that competition continues for another week. H- Hayner threw a touchdown. Did he? What is he wearing? Four. I did. I just went to the box four. Um, George Pickens had a nice touchdown. Yesterday, Friday, whatever day.
2: I don't know. So there, I mean, Tomlin's
1: playing starters. I, w- I watched an NFL plus who threw the uh, ball. Kenny, uh, yeah, had a picket play. I just saw the end of the highlight. It was like Pickens, And I looked up and he was running for a touchdown. So, um, let me see real quick. I'll tell you.
2: I would guess. I think Tomlin play starters.
1: Uh, Pick it. Yeah. Six of 10 pick or just Touch touchdown pass nope no pick who's their backup quarterback mason really? rudolph they also have tanner morgan the guy from minnesota and mitchell trubisky did you see the play the trevor lawrence look guy made in jacksonville i mean play of the year what's his name Rourke. i don't know where's he from never heard of him <laughs> andre says when is bosa coming back i'd say we're a week away from like really asking that question right Going into the last preseason game.
2: Yeah, not a lot of urgency, it feels like, by anyone.
1: Doesn't feel like it, but I think we're not far off. I mean, John Lynch said he wants him back three weeks. so Yeah. But you want to keep him out of these games. Who cares, right? You don't want to keep Nick Bosa playing. All right. Very good. Thanks for hanging, everybody. Have a great week. A lot coming up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Godspeed, Trey.